You're listening to XOXO After Darkcast, in which three editors talk romance novels, sex, pop culture, relationships, writing. And did we mention sex? Yeah! From the ladies behind XOXOAfterDark.com, because the best conversations happen after dark. Welcome to the XOXO After Darkcast Quickie. Today we are going to talk about the nightmare that is shopping, um, as <laughs> specifically as a teenager with your mom. Um, and kind of the various emotions that come up when you even remember such a horrid experience. Um, if you are listening with your daughter, just know that you're not alone. Um, <laughs> so we are just Kate and Abby today. Lauren and Diana are out of studio, but Pat's here. And uh, we'll do our best to keep it moving. But before we dive into the subject matter, don't forget to check out XOXO after dot afterdark.com um, we've got a bunch of stuff up there we've got articles and roundups and quizzes oh my yes. um, and of course links to the podcast and other videos and kind of mm-hmm. crazy like a, a tremendous amount of things yes so many things to shake a stick at uh, some <laughs> ebook deal announcements uh, quizzes I think we have a free reads find your celebrity BFF quiz I believe we have a quiz for National Pizza Day that if it's not up right now it will be going up very soon in which uh, your pizza choice choices reveal the romance you should be having but really it was in writing that quiz that we all found out that many of our coworkers are deeply weird about pizza <laughs> we have strong pizza feelings strong everybody no Nobody is neutral on pizza. No, that's true. Um, Maybe that's going to be another quick. Granted, our sample set is skewed because we're in New York, and I feel like yeah. that's a pizza flashpoint. That's true. Um, anyway, so um, my mom, God love her, took me shopping when I was a high schooler, and if you guys think I am high strung and difficult to please now, you have no idea what it was like as a pubescent. Like, I remember walking through the mall. And I do this annoying thing. I do it to this day, and this is why I do not shop with other people. Like, when people are like, do you want to go shopping as a thing? I'm like, well, I'll walk through a store and talk to you and drink iced tea. But I am not going to be, like, trying on items. I just don't do it with mm-hmm. other people. I have to be alone. It only happens, like, once a year. Preferably, I just find something I like online that I know fits because I bought something else from that store, and I just buy it in the new color that's available, and then that's it. That's usually what I do. Yes. But um, I think this might be a particular touch point for me because I am a very, very, very petite person. And I was an even petiter person in high school. I was, was going to ask if your petiteness served you or, or hurt you. Harmed, and, I think. Yeah. But harmed because, and this will, of course, make sense to a lot of people who know me, like I have a very particular, I have very particular feelings on fabrics on cuts. Um, I really don't like anything with embellishment or jewels or like extra floofiness or ribbons or ruffles or bows, like nothing, maybe bows. But in high school, that was even more so. And this was before the internet, essentially. Right. Before so like the fashion era we're era. looking at when you were in high school is in 90s. 80s, 90s? 90s. No. Yeah, 90s. Yeah. Okay. Um, 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. So I went to college in 04. So pre-04. A lot of plaid? Is that grunge? No, no, (laughs) it's not grunge. It's a lot of like, the stores I remember are Charlotte Russe, Mm -hmm. um, The Limited. Oh, yeah. Um, What else was in that mall? It was like Forever 21 wasn't big yet. Wet Seal. Forever 21 wasn't big yet, but when it when Forever 21 came on the scene, I was like, this is a mecca because they organized their stores at the time by color. Mm. I remember distinctly. It was like the Sephora of fashion. 
Yeah, I remember distinctly walking in and being like, oh, I'll just hang out in the navy blue section because that's where I feel. Like, they have a blue section yes. and a green section and a red section, and that's fine. That's great for me. Kate's entire life is engineered around hanging out in the navy blue section. Correct. Um, well, I wore high school. I Well, I also wore um, Did you have a wear- uniform oh. all through elementary and high school. And so when it was, like, a, an event mm. or a thing that I needed clothes for, it was also a high emotional experience as opposed oh, wow. to shopping for uniforms, which is you just go by the size of skirt you are, mm-hmm. and then you see how much you can take off the bottom without getting in trouble. Uh. Uh, and the <laughs> blouses. Like, you just have four white blouses. And it's great. I miss it so much. <laughs> Wait, so you tell me a little bit about your baseline. What years are we talking about? Um, my baseline is uh, squarely in the 80s mm-hmm. because I was in high school from 83 to 87. So this is the 80s, <coughs> slightly a little bit past the 80s of Stranger Things. So I was Sorry. right in the 80s of neon colors Oof. and sweater vests. Uh, I had a necktie at one point because it was that kind of... Lots shoulder lots pads, of blazers, lots of blazers. blazers. So um, <laughs> I liked uh, like a blazer and lots of bright colors, and mm-hmm. I liked color, you like color with black and white and um, scrunchies. I'd never had long hair. Oh, your hair so, short. Uh, but yes, it was certainly the era of the scrunchie. Uh, for some, it was the era of like big squishy socks to oh, s- yes. then smoosh, smoosh down. down. My acid older cousin wash, did that. A lot of acid wash. Mm. Um, yeah, I was like. Um, all the all the 80s character stuff they do now and um, yeah no that was that real was I real. lived it I yeah. lived it I had uh, um, uh, it's probably where my love of hot pink was formed probably yeah uh, although I didn't wear that much of it at the time I loved teal a lot of Weird squiggles and triangles mm-hmm. of geometrics. Oh, like, the triangles yeah. on you clothes remember? was yeah. definitely a thing. Right? It was totally I'm a thing. so glad that left us. Yeah. <laughs> it moved from there to our wallpapers and our bedspreads, mm-hmm. and then it left entirely. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, this is a Mutt and Jeff story, you and I, mm-hmm. because my issue, uh, you know, now as then, was that's that, uh, that's even before mine. It's an old comic with one tall, one small. Oh, Okay. Um, I'm not a tall person, but I am a big person and uh, it was and have always been heavy. And so it has always been frustrating to shop. Shopping was never fun mm-hmm. because no matter what I found, I never felt like I looked good. Right. Because it wasn't about the clothes. Same. And there was no way. So you never have that. Like I would read almost as though it were a foreign land or a, or some oh, other yeah. culture. People talking about how exciting it was when they would just—they just wanted to go to the, the mall because you never knew what you might find, no. and you put something on, and it's like great. And oh my gosh, wasn't it like that, that? It could in any way be. You know how people like uh, self-medicate with shopping is yes. the sort yes. of joke. We and I'm like, I don't, do I don't understand how that is a pleasure. It's not soothing. It's to me. walking around like trudging from store to store touching fabrics you don't think feel nice right and basically being told over and over again you don't fit you don't, you don't fit, fit you don't fit yeah it's you, awful. Don't, you are not part of this culture and i'm like oh why would i ever want to do this right um and my and then to add the mother-daughter layer yeah uh the you know and my mom bless her heart was like she's she did the best she could and she was great she's a good so mom. Did mine. many terrible moms are out there correct um but it was always very hard because I would feel my feels and wished not to talk about them, though mm. I'm sure I broadcast them. So my mother basically had this. You withholding an emotion? I know. Weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> and we're from New England people. It's what we do. Right. Um, so I, 
would not articulate any of this. Mm-hmm. Much of it, I'm sure she surmised, but she also still was like, the kid needs school clothes. Right. No uniforms for us. So oh, it's all poor thing. It's all freelancing. Uniform was so good. <laughs> I know. I didn't appreciate it. But now looking back, I'm like, oh, yeah. Although, to be honest, then I would have been stuck in four white blouses that don't button down over big boobs. And it yeah. would have had its own It would have had its miseries. own troubles. Ironically, one of my favorite looks now is... Catholic like schoolgirl plaid. You wore skirt. a really cute plaid yesterday. Yes, I, I love that. Skirt. I love. I that's why I love fall because then I can bust out a plaid skirt it's and true. a sweater. Um, but mom would you know I would put something on and if I could get into it I was like it's fine it's good I'll and take then, this one. But my mother would be looking at it like, and every bulge mm-hmm. was is that just the the shirt or the pant or is, or is that, that your you? Body? Well, yeah, that's a rough sensation. And you know, it was like there's no right answer there except stop touching me you know look away everything was about and and she was trying to just buy clothes that fit me you know i get it more now but all it was all it ever felt like was and by the way you're fat and you're fat and you're fat and And this is coming from your mother and this is coming from my mother who loves me very much and was not saying that but also is not fat right so there's a thing so Interestingly enough, in our alignment, my mom is a tall woman Mm. and was always a very, not a fashion forward woman, but like just looked effortlessly pretty in clothes. And and I think her height and her kind of willowiness. Yeah, she wore clothes well. She wore, yeah, clothes fit nicely on Mm -hmm. her. And she doesn't like care about fashion at all. So it didn't. But you don't have to when they just look good. Right. Yeah. And, um, but I, so my memory that my analogous memory is the like, We'll just get it taken up. Mm-hmm. It'll be, it just, and then her like pulling, pulling the shoulders uh-huh. and pulling the bottoms and the. Here, just like, roll the skirt waist over six right. times while just we ima- see. Just use your imagination after, you know, and she really tried. Yeah. She really, really tried. Um, and I was a really tough kid. I was really picky and really, my, the thing I still do is put some, no, I don't do it this bad anymore, but put something at, on hold at every store and then second lap through them like oh, sit, wow. make a decision second lap through the mall can you imagine the nightmare of that no i'm dying like, just thinking about having to do it yeah no and it was like a death march yeah and one of my own making yeah that my poor mother was like hostage on because she had the money and i couldn't drive <laughs> right and like it we the, the the real memory i have of it is us just like screaming at each mm. other and it wasn't even i don't even think we screamed i think it was like a quiet yeah you know, I was screaming inside, yes. but I think it was all very restrained. No, I know exactly what tone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The angry silent scream. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's um, like a Rachel Carson book. But. Right. Right. <laughs> and it like, I don't, uh, I, I don't think my mom remembers it as vividly as I do because she was probably trying to I get home to make doesn't. dinner. Yeah. And like raise her other kids. In fact, I think the smartest thing she probably did was not bring my siblings with us when we would go shopping. Oh, yeah. That was a no-go because – and my my willowy, taller-than-I-am, uh, much more attractive sister. Oh, same. I'd be like, no, unacceptable. Yeah, like, no. no. That's – my sister's like that, too. But um, the uh, additional layer of the school clothes versus special occasion clothes is the times I really remember was trying to find dresses for dances. Oh, yeah. And it being like this nightmare – uh, just an unending nightmare. And, of course, all the malls contained the same right. items. Right, the same four dresses. Right, and this is before the internet. Sometimes mm-hmm. they would call, like, if I found something and it was the wrong size, yep. but they could get the size at the other mall, my mom and I would drive to the other mall. Yes, yes. Like, the level of patience, in my mind, I remember her being very testy and, mm-hmm. like, angry with me, but the level of patience that it must have required mm-hmm. to do a second lap at the mall only to be told, like, th- this exists at a different space. Right. Across town. Yes. 
uh, on freeways. Yes. Like yeah. nightmares. No, I completely, yeah, no, I'm like, I'm sure I was awful to shop with. It was just, you know, because my mother is also not a shopper. It's not like she no, had this mine joy of it. It was, this was a chore for right. her to get done. Um, and how lovely to have a thankless child that <laughs> right. you're dragging along only so you can so spend you can hundreds of things. dollars yeah. <laughs> of clothing that they will then, you know, profess to hate. Yeah. Um, but uh, and probably painful to see your adolescent daughter in all her awkward yes. adolescent glory, like self-loathe. That's got to be tough to watch as an as yeah. a parent, as somebody who knows that it does get easy. Like. It does mm-hmm. get easier. I don't hate my body the way I did right. when I was. And I don't even know that I hated my body, but I certainly wasn't, like, reveling. Like, I hated something, God damn it. I hated a lot of life, <laughs> but, like, I, I don't know what. Yeah. Um, but to kind of know that this rage, I was really angry as a high right. schooler. And I think you're just full of hormones. Oh, yeah. You're just a wreck because your brain is busy, like, high Scrambling. We, your brain is basically on drugs that your right. body made for it. Right. And now you're like, I can't handle anything, and no one has ever understood me. Right. And, of course, now from this perspective, I'm like... Or everybody in life has gone through this exact same thing. And if only we could not be <laughs> such little creeps, we could maybe learn. But no, we have no. to all be creeps ourselves right. and then come out of it. Um, I will I will lighten the mood, perhaps. And yes. I will share the one the one time I, I had a glimmer, like the curtain dropped, and I had a glimmer of what it must feel like if you enjoy shopping. Yes, tell me. Um, and it was... I don't know, a few years back. Probably the last the last time you saw me with any new work. Right. You were like, it was in my adult life. Yeah, it, it was, was totally in my adult yeah. life. Um, I, I needed, actually, you know what? I needed something to wear to Adam's wedding. Oh, how funny. So actually, so was it was like four years ago. It was ago. like four or five years ago. But um, it was, I was like, oh, I got to find something to wear to this mm-hmm. wedding. I don't know. So I went to Macy's mm-hmm. um, because I will say for Macy's, they have they a have decent a women's stuff. size. Mm-hmm. They have a whole floor. Right. With, like, stuff that fits me. At the one in New York. At the one in New York. <laughs> At the one in New York, they do. Um, and, you know, I am... On, and also, I've aged into it. Like, mm-hmm. if you were a 20-year-old shopping on that floor, probably super depressing. Yeah. If you're a lady who works in an office and is in her 40s... You're like, I'm looking good. Gold. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, give me these sweet, sweet darts and <laughs> side. Yes. What's the Hello, side thing? Hello, princess seeming. I'm yeah. happy. <laughs> ruching. So ruching, much ruching. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I showed up and I was like... Look, you just got to do this. Mm-hmm. You know a thing you need, and they're having a sale or whatever. So just go. And I by myself. I had. I there was nothing else on the calendar right. that was just just do this thing. Time. And then you can go home and like watch TV and eat your night cheese and <laughs> call it a day. And um, I there were just racks, and I was like, I don't know. I'm just gonna try stuff. No yeah. one's looking at me. And I pulled off like some things that I was like. I don't know this I, this might be cool or it might be awful let's just go ahead yeah. and try it and everything worked and huh. it was like it was just a day where so the thing I actually did wear to Adam's wedding which I still wear and it was this bodycon mm-hmm. stretchy it almost feels like it's made out of neoprene although it's not whatever it's made out of something the black that's, one? no it's bright pink floral um, and it has a little keyhole thing with a I don't I can't picture I don't wear it, it a lot because it feels a little beachy to me mm-hmm. so I only wear it in the summer mm-hmm. but um it was perfect colorful cheerful for right. a sort of outdoor wedding mm-hmm. and I was and it looks a little cruise wary uh-huh. too and I was sort of like is this crazy but I put it on and it looked good and it fit and I was like so crazy it worked <laughs> and then I and I grabbed among other things there was this Calvin Klein red dress like sheath dress yeah. that I saw and I was and I love a red dress you do and I thought 
uh, just give it a try. And I'm like, Calvin Klein is not going to fit me. And then I'm like, oh, well, that's my size. Hmm. I don't believe he knows what that size really is, but we'll try. And I put it on and I was like locked and loaded and I looked like fire. <laughs> and I was like, well, howdy. Okay. Um, and in fact, Laura has the same dress, but in blue. Oh, how funny. <laughs> how funny. Um, so the, even better. And I was like, do, do, do. I has dresses and mm-hmm. I found a couple of things, whatever. And then I, while I was rummaging around in my purse, I found a Macy's gift card that an author had given me from what the heck is happening during a this million story? years ago because I hate shopping yeah. so didn't use it and I was it. like I'm not even sure if this has anything on it, it might or have whatever. expired um, so I go up there and she's ringing me up and I and she rings me all up and I said I have this card I don't know if there's anything on it mm-hmm. and she's like oh okay let me check and she's like, yeah, there's $200 on here. Oh. And I'm like, score. Wait, and so your dresses like, are basically do, free. Do, do. Basically. And she's like, and this is on sale. And this is on sale. And she's like, so your total of three blah, blah, blah. Okay, um, $15. And I'm like, what? Wow. What? It that was is the like most a, amazing thing I had ever experienced. That's amazing. Right? It was like you had had Felix Felicis from Harry Potter. It's oh, I'm like, luck. I don't know what that it's is. It's a good luck yes. potion. Yes. Yeah. And I used it all on that day. That's amazing. <laughs> so it was. And I had this moment of like, oh, if you enter is... with no expectations right. and just let it happen. Yeah. Um, and find a $200 gift card in your purse. Right. That goes a long way. <laughs> that really, really helped. No, but you were prepared but it was to spend the money. Even before. I was. I didn't care about the money because like, I needed it. You needed it and it looked good. and it like Right. I felt that I had been rewarded for trying things outside my comfort zone. Yes. And now I try to do that more. That's wonderful. Good lesson. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to tell a good story, but it really is more about retaining control. So maybe I should not tell it in confidential well, do you, story. No, if it's a good story. Well, like, because that, if you're a control freak out there and you still want to contain your... How do you, how do you have good shot? But well, maintain your this was actually not good shopping. This was or, knowing thyself, okay. karma, which was after all of high school, knowing that this was a nightmare that I put myself and my mother through, I decided not to do it for prom. And um, I did end up going to prom. And I said to my mom, I don't want to buy a dress. I want to have one made. So I got out the phone book, ah. the yellow pages. Or <laughs> the yellow pages, pages dear listeners. <laughs> It was the yellow one, right? Where's the businesses? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I did this. And How I did called, you out-old me? Yes. I called uh, like four or five within easy driving mm-hmm. zone and just said, you know, I'm thinking about having a dress made. How how does one do that? And there was a dry cleaner down in PB that said, you know, you, you go get a pattern and mm-hmm. then you bring the pattern here and we talk about what you need to buy to make the pattern mm-hmm. and we talk about how much it'll cost. So we did it. So my mom and I went to the fabric store. To Joann's? I don't think it was a Joann's. I think it was like a local Mm -hmm. situation. And we found a Butterick pattern. Yes. And um, it was like a little strapless A-line. It was really sweet. And and we took it to her. And it was really affordable for Mm -hmm. what I knew my friends were spending on dresses from like... McClintock. McClintock. Yeah, Jessica, Jessica McClintock. Jessica McClintock. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was that was crazy. Oh, um, those were the days. Those were crazy. Is that still around? I don't know. I don't know. Be. But it was such the touchstone of my prom era oh, as well. Huge, like, still hugely prom-y at, yeah. in my era. Um, I don't recognize prom now. Yeah, I don't. Crazy. A couple of my friends actually got their dresses at, like, bridal salons. Mm-hmm. Like, um, That's where I got mine. dresses. Yeah. I wore, it was a black strapless cocktail I'm sure it was very pretty. I was awesome. Oh, you've oh, seen I've it. Oh, I've seen the picture. You've it is picture. really pretty. Yeah, yeah. I look great. Um, mine was off white, but so so my mom took me on took me on this like multi pronged errand that we all I think approached a little mm-hmm. more cheerfully because it had 
the exact end goal in mind. We weren't going to go to a million places for no yep. reason. We did the pattern. We went and talked to her, and it was reasonable. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the fabric store that yeah. same night, and we got to touch all the fabrics. And I picked a couple that I liked. Mm-hmm. And my mom bought the fabrics, and we took them back. And then we went for a fitting. Yep. And it just fit. It just fit. She right. measured me, and it fit. And I, like, I, I will remember forever being mm-hmm. like, this is magic. I have this power. It's, it's so, so great. Yes. And I, the lady was so nice. Uh, oh. I totally agree. I had that experience, a similar experience once because uh, my when my high school best friend got married, mm-hmm. not in high school, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she asked, rather than picking out a bridesmaid dress, mm-hmm. she chose a fabric that mm-hmm. she liked and said, everybody pick whatever pattern you want. Um, and I will send you the yardage that you need for it Great. from this fabric. Yeah. I did not love the fabric, mm. I will say. Um, Fair. You can't have everything. But, you know, so it was it was very bridesmaidy. So it wasn't, it was one of those where, like, every bride, like, and then you can wear it again. I'm like, no, <laughs> you can't wear it again because I'm making a bridesmaid dress. But this one was the advantage. I was in grad school at the time. So mm-hmm. I lived out in East Nowhere, mm-hmm. Central California. Yeah. Um, and had that same experience. I'm like, how do you get a dress made? And I think I went to the fabric store mm-hmm. was like how do I get a dress made and they were like choose a pattern and here's someone who left their car and they do seams- card and do their seamstressing out of their home and she was like the next town over and I called and same thing and I yeah. came with I wanted something very simple mm-hmm. um, and so when she looked at it and had the fabric she's like yeah well so okay I can do that for you for you know $20 and I was like amazing I mean it was crazy I'm like are you sure and it was easy peasy she did it the the shape looked exactly like I wanted it was great it fit I was like this is wonderful when we got to the wedding all of her other bridesmaids lived in like New York and Mm -hmm. Philly and in like real cities where it's it's expensive and they were like I still had to pay you know hundreds of dollars for this dress but I had to then go and get the dress made right but uh uh I highly recommend if you are living nowhere in the middle of nowhere um but yeah it was again the notion it was another little glimpse into the notion that clothing could actually just fit right if you if you approach it in a different way I have an active fantasy that I just decide to have like to buy a pattern and Mm -hmm. like have four or five dresses of the same flattering pattern made well you almost are getting close to that with places like Ishakti and mod cloth and things like that exactly where they're getting so customizable Mm -hmm. And you could totally do. I mean, honestly, if you were going to have four or five in the same vein, it probably would be cost effective even right. even here in the big city. Right. Well, something to think about, listeners. If you have trouble, if you have trouble shopping, right. Maybe if get if you have shopping tips too, made. Yeah, definitely leave us some shopping tips. If you have good places that have a wide range of body types and yes. um, styles and fabrics available, let us know. Absolutely. Um, and with that, I think we should call it a day. Let's do. Let's go shopping. Oh no, no. <laughs> we're not there yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> But don't forget that the best conversations happen happen after after dark. dark.